0: we just enjoy really good food. Know that grits are made from corn. We're not talking about grits today. Uh, we're talking about grit. It's the kind of stuff when you go to the beach and you get the sand in the wrong place. That kind of stuff, that irritating grit. Anyway, <laughs> I'm giving credit where credit is due. Uh, originally, a friend of mine uh, sent me these blogs from Farnham Street. Uh, you can find those online, but uh, the two blogs that he sent me uh, were about Angela Duckworth, uh, a, a well-noted uh, professor uh, at the Wharton School of Business, and um, just a brilliant woman, uh, and she she's the one that kind of has been uh, given credit for for bringing grit to light. I think a lot of people knew it, but she put a name to it, uh, and wrote a book about it. You're welcome to read the book. I think it's a fantastic book, Angela Duckworth, Grit, The Power of Passion and Perseverance. Recently, I was listening to uh, Adam Grant. He's one of my favorite podcasts, and he said, said grit is, and he's a friend of Angela Duckworth. He said grit is really important. Also, and this is not part of the full grit training, so I'm just tossing out there at the beginning. Sometimes grit is wrong to have. Sometimes we keep trying to make things work and we shouldn't, right? Like, like an abusive relationship, for example. It, it, there's a, there comes a point where you're like, you know what? I'm, I'm done with this grit thing. I quit. <laughs> sometimes we run across those things in our life, but in building our business and, and, and seeing the end result and getting to where we ultimately want to go, where we think the finish line is, getting there requires a little extra effort. So we're gonna talk about grit. Um, I will say that you can go to uh, the, the website here, AngelaDuckworth.com grit dash scale uh, and take this assessment on your own. I think now it's 10 questions, but the original uh, grit test that I saw Angela Duckworth come up with uh, is uh, respond to the following 12 items. Be honest, there are no right or wrong answers. This is uh, what I was given, gosh, it's been maybe six, seven years ago now that I was first introduced to this concept by Angela Duckworth, and this was, this was the original grit test I took. I'm going to go through it. Uh, But you can go to the website. Uh, I'm just going to give you an idea of what it means. I have overcome setbacks to conquer an important challenge. So you answer, it's very much like me, mostly like me, somewhat like me, not much like me, and not like me at all. Five different choices to that one statement. I have overcome setbacks to conquer an important challenge. New ideas and projects sometimes distract me from previous ones. It's really important that you not think through and go, well, I wonder what a gritty answer would be. If I want to be like so-and-so, I wonder how they answer. No, that's not how assessments work. You're trying to find out about you. And the better you know you, the better you can get better, and the better ultimately you'll understand others, the more you understand yourself. So answer these honestly. My interests change from year to year. I'm going to go through these fast. Um, Setbacks don't discourage me. I have been obsessed with a certain idea or project for a short time, but later lost interest. I'm a hard worker. I often set a goal, but later choose to pursue a different one. Is that really like you or not like you at all? Number eight, I have difficulty maintaining my focus on projects that take more than a few months to complete. Number nine, I finish whatever I begin. Number 10, I have achieved a goal that took years of work number nine I mean eleven I went backwards there eleven I become interested in new pursuits every few months squirrel number twelve I am diligent so that's the grit scale that's the grit test that's what Angela Duckworth put together and uh, we're going to talk about uh, really ultimately what all that means Uh, what is grit well we're gonna start by talking about the marshmallow test Uh, The Marshmallow Test was an experiment originally done back in the 60s, and we actually have a modern version of it now that we're going to show you right now. Okay, sit in that chair. All right, here's the deal. Marshmallow for you. You need Mm -hmm. (laughs) him. Which one did you identify with on the marshmallow test? Uh, this was a real, again, a real experiment that happened back in the 60s. Of course, that was not in the 60s. Uh, were you the kid uh, that uh, just just wanted to smell it? Were you the kid that wanted to negotiate that? I think that'd probably been more me in, the, in this test. I'd have negotiated like, okay, if I don't eat this one, you're gonna give me a second one. But if I eat half of it, will you give me half of another one? Like, I probably would negotiated that. Or were you like the little redheaded girl that just sort of, uh, while the proctor was still in the room, went ahead and ate half of it and just took the plate like it, she was going back to the buffet. Like, which one are you? Uh, that's the marshmallow test. A lot of things can be found um, are interesting from that come from this. Uh, the the uh, observers, the, the uh, experimenters, observed different self-control techniques. There's hiding the marshmallows. They found that kids would hide the marshmallows out of sight, out of mind. Some talked or sang to themselves. You see the, the one kid going... And I remember that the two twins are just sitting there like dancing or whatever. Some talked or sang to themselves some covered their eyes again out of sight out of mind. Uh, one took a nap in the original experiment back in the 60s one kid actually took a nap just said you know what I'm, I'm just gonna go to sleep um, thinking abstractly about the marshmallows like it's it's a pillow I wouldn't really want to eat a pillow anyway pillows taste terrible uh, or I'm sure it looks like a marshmallow but it's probably liver that that kind of thinking abstractly about the marshmallows. The problem with self-control techniques is they only work when a child knows what he or she wants in the short term. For example, 15 minutes for a marshmallow. The problem with self-control techniques, a lot of us feel like we're disciplined, we have self-control techniques, but they're only gonna work for things we want in the short term. Long-term pursuit requires two separate dimensions, motivation and volition. Volition is willpower and self-control. Motivation and volition. So you got to combine these two for your long-term pursuits. What are your long-term goals? What are your long-term pursuits? If you're going to get there, you need a constant source of motivation to, to carry you through the tough times. But you also need, you can't just have motivation, you also need willpower. You also need self-control. You've got to have both of those things. Each one is necessary to achieve long-term goals, but neither is sufficient alone. Grit is a passionate commitment to a single mission and an unswerving dedication to achieving that mission. That's grit. It's not the stuff you get in your swimsuit at the beach. It is what helps us attain long-term results on abstract goals. It's what keeps us going. Grit is the thing that, that took my friend six months of making dials before finally making his first sale. Grit is what takes people a year of making dials before they make their first sale. Grit is what it takes to build a business, any business, up and off the ground and, and to a place where another company would want to buy it. That is long-term pursuit. You, it, it is a passionate commitment to that single mission and unswerving dedication to achieving that result. I don't care what happens. I'm going to see this through. That's grit. Grit is only faintly related to IQ that's good news for a lot of us, right? I know people with really high IQ that just quit all the time. They're so smart, they're so stinking distracted all the time. I frankly am appreciative. that I got some intelligence, but I'm also got some dumb to me. So I'm just dumb enough where I'm gonna keep going, right? Sometimes I think a smart person would just quit. (laughs) But when compared to others of similar IQ, those with higher grit scores lasted longer. They looked at uh, GPAs. So those who, um, they, they found it that it, comparing those who are similar in IQ, uh, the, the GPAs uh, were uh, higher for those who had grit. If the similar IQ, the GPAs were higher with those who had grit. National Spelling Bee, similar IQ, those who had a higher grit score tended to do better in the National Spelling Bee. Actually, Angela Duckworth took this grit scale to West Point Military Academy And um, and they have a whole battery of tests that they take a new cadet through to really predict their future, their success at the academy and their future in the military and in life. She took this 12 question grit scale and it more accurately determined who was going to be successful in the academy and who was going to be successful in the military and in life. Twelve statements that they agreed. to. So similar IQ, but the grit folks outperformed in that scenario. It was the tiebreaker. Grit is passion and perseverance for extremely long intervals. So how to develop grit? To become grittier, we should look at who is gritty and ask ourselves how they approach things and what they do. It's not complicated. You want to be something. You want to do something. Be around others who are being and doing those things. If you want to be a punk, hang around punks. You want to be successful, hang around successful people. It's uh, We're constantly saying to our kids, like, we have our kids in private school, K through 12. That was really important to me, that there's things in our life that we have done without so that our kids could go to private school. That was, that's just something that's important to us. Everybody's got their thing. That was something that's important to me. My grandmother, she loved paper towels. She was going to do without just so she could have paper towels, use it, and throw it away. That was her thing, right? For me, private school. And it's not necessarily about the education, honestly. The, the education's great, Really and truly we're constantly telling our kids especially the older ones as they're getting older you don't understand the network that you're a part of do you know how much it costs to go to this school the people who can afford that are seeing some measure of financial success in life that is a great network to be a part of if nothing else you can learn from them so when you're at a friend's house and it's a nice house and you know they go to your school son Ask the dad what he does for a living and start asking him questions about his business or his work that he does. Because you're going to learn something from that that's going to help you achieve what you're looking to achieve. So if you want to be gritty, observe those who are gritty and find out what they do. So in the book, uh, Angela Duckworth talks about what do Olympic athletes do with their time? How do they organize their lives and their days? Look at this, what Olympic athletes do. World class experts do not just practice, but they deliberate practice world-class golfers don't just go hit golf balls at the driving range and drink a beer with their buddy they're specifically trying to work on something and get the ball to do this when they hit it or to get it to do that when they hit it or get it to land there or get it to bounce and then roll they're deliberately practicing they work on weaknesses and not strengths Fitz john maxwell says we should emphasize our strengths yeah but in this it's really important to, to 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 really clarify weaknesses and strengths um When it comes to our business, there are things that you may be naturally gifted at, and things that you need to work at. But it's your business; you you need to uh, approach that. Uh, I'm also weak at playing Scrabble, so like I'm not gonna practice Scrabble to get better at that. Uh, World class golfers, golf is their strength. Inside of that focus, they have strengths and weaknesses. Maybe they're really good at driving, so they got to work on their short game. They got to work on their putting uh world-class olympic athletes they fall down a lot gritty people fall down a lot it ain't about falling down it's about getting up one more time than than how many of you fell down that's what it's about they play things that are too hard gritty people play games do things that are stretch for them it takes a little more effort for them um i uh, uh, we, we, we constantly talking about our kids and soccer and all that sort of stuff, but I love that, that my kids get an opportunity to play at a, at a level that's maybe a little bit out of their range, but what it's doing is it's pulling them into that range and making that more normal. That's what world-class athletes do. They attempt challenges that are too high. They get feedback. Oh, they have coaches, the best have coaches that tell them because we all have blind spots. We all have things we don't recognize about ourselves. Listen. Decide today to become grittier. Be a lifelong learner and decide to succeed. If you go to the Angela Duckworth website and you, and you take that test and it, it comes out that you're not very gritty, what are you going to do now? now? Now what you've known your whole life, now what the, the, those people, the coach, or the, your parent, whatever, when you were a kid, told you your whole life you're not good enough. You're not worth it. You can't do it because we've never done it. Our family is stupid, son. Our family doesn't have grit. Our family can't last. Our our family can't reach long term goals. There's never been a millionaire in our family. If you're from that and now you've taken this test and it confirms what you've always been told, now what are you going to do? You're going to curl up in a corner and wet yourself and agree with the world that you're not enough? I'm telling you today, you are enough. You may not currently have the level of grit that you need to see the long-term goals that you're looking to achieve, but you can learn it. This is not something that you have or don't have. Take the assessment, figure out where you are, and then get with a coach that can help you get better. Be around others who are gritty and find out how they do it. Learn how they think. Learn how they see obstacles and objectives and objections. Learn. Get better. Listen, maybe you take this test and you ace it. You're valedictorian of the grit scale. Congratulations, you're super gritty. You're the sand in the crotch of life. Like maybe you're really, really, really gritty. You know what comes with that? Maybe you're also a jerk. Maybe you're so gritty that you can't take into account other people's feelings around you and your emotional intelligence sucks. Just because you scored high on this grit test doesn't mean you're going to see long-term goals. And just because you scored low doesn't mean you're not going to. This test doesn't determine where you are, or it doesn't determine where you're going. It determines where you are. And from there, you get to decide where you want to go. So take the test and decide today day to become grittier. Decide the day that, you know what, things are going to get hard because life is hard. But when it does, I'm going to push through it, and I'm going to own it and I'll see that long-term result that I'm looking for. I hope that helps. If I can help you in any way, contact information, please let me know. Talk to you soon.